I'm Sade. I'm Kim. And we're both widowed. Both widowed. And we are talking today about community and widowhood, right? Community and the community that I think so many of us are looking for, not just because we're widowed, but community for all kinds of things. Yeah. Like, I don't think I know anyone who has more community than Sade. <laughs> she she has her running community. She has her hiking community. She has all kinds of stuff going on. And I and I think that it's um I think it's wonderful. You know, so so here's the funny thing about that. I did not realize until I became a widow, I didn't realize how important community was or how impactful community was. It just happened that I had a running group and, and I could tell a story about running group and moving to Colorado. Like I, um, we lived in Georgia. I had a running group. I was in that group for six years. We, you know, we did things running, we did things socially. It was really great. And, and then we're moving to Colorado <laughs> and it was a sticking point for me. I was like, what am I going to do? My run group, like this is a huge part of my life. And so um, my husband moved out here a few months before us. I stayed back with the kids to finish school and stuff. And he calls me from a running store. Oh, did he? <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he calls me from a running store because, you know, he, he, he knew how much my, my, um, running group was important to me. He knew how important it was to me. So he says, I found you a running group. <laughs> what a sweetheart. It's like, and they, they have um, runs twice a week and it's all different levels and this, that, and the other. And so when you come and visit, you can check this out. And I'm like, done. And so we came for spring break that year, went to the running group, made friends with the owners, did a run, and lo and behold, I almost felt like he handpicked a community for me before he died. Like this was, and I still belong to that group. A lot of, I joke that my friends are runners and widows. Uh, <laughs> so, so that's great. I love that. And so um, it's really crazy because most of the people in that group you know, and lots of transitions have happened. People have moved and come back. The stores changed owners and stuff. Sure. And But we, um, you know, I have all these friends because he found this place for me and none of them met him. Oh. You know, so it's really interesting that I have this community of people because of, because him. of him. And that really speaks to the importance of community even when you're not grieving somebody. Right, right. Because this was a big change for you. It was it a big was change huge. for your kids. Yep. And it was important to your husband to find this out for you. Um, Make sure knew, I was happy. <laughs> yes, that you were going to need that community um, without having to go searching for it as soon as you got here. Exactly. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. That's, so, that's a great story. Yeah. And so my, you know, I, I, you know, I, every time I go on my run, I just think about, 
you know, and some of the people, you know, my close friends there know, know the story and they're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, so in a way I feel like he created a community for me, but he's also there with me when I go when for my runs and I, I hang that. out with those people. So that, that's, it's so that's one, yes, it's a connection. And so, um, but you know, we found this group and while he was alive, it was like, oh yeah, a running group. It became really important afterwards you know not that it wasn't important before but having that connection was really huge and you know i was just sharing with you before we started that i the kids and i we all moved to colorado and we had no you know we're like okay this would be a great place to live for us and for you know when the kids graduate from high school we'll be able to you know mm-hmm. enjoy all of colorado and beyond and you know, he died of less than a year after we moved here. So it just breaks my heart. Just it as was, yeah. You were still in your growing pains of relocating. Relocating, mm-hmm. figuring out, um, you know, who our friends were, who, you know, we really hadn't, you know, and it's moving to a place when your kids are older is so different from when they're young. So it was, um, we did a lot together as a family, more so than with, with mm-hmm. other people. And so then after he died, it was like, oh, I don't have anyone here. <laughs> you know, like, what do I do? And um, it was really crazy. I don't know if I should go into that whole story about um, what happened. You can, absolutely. Yeah. So we're, sh- we're sharing with everyone yeah. our stories. So, you know, it was so crazy how I was sharing with Kim how this whole full circle moment happens. The idea of he died very suddenly. Um, People came to help. And the people who came to help were my first link to my new widowed community. Mm -hmm. Like it was just um, one lady knew somebody who was also widowed and introduced us. And through that, she created this group. And then um, after I'd gone to my first Camp Widow, there was a request to start groups, and I started a group. So there are these two groups running in tandem. And so big overlap, a lot of people from the first group and the second, you know, it just all kind of intertwined. But I, I don't think, I don't know that I would have been as... Um, Let's see. I don't know if I would have been as proactive about starting a group had I not had that initial connection. If okay, that, makes sense. that does so, make sense. Sure. So the two ladies who helped in the very beginning um, introduced me to this one, and I, I, you know, just just the idea of meeting another widowed person who was around the same age as me, who mm-hmm. had kids in school, um, similar circumstances. Um, it was just mind blowing. It's like, oh my gosh, there's another person like me. Like that was like a profound moment. It's like, okay, if there's one other person like me, there's probably more. Sure. You know, and somewhere along the line, I went to Camp Widow for the first time. I think a year after Lico died, and then I went back because it was so great. And then um, when I went back the second year, I was asked to they made a call out for people to start groups in their cities and i'm like perfect 
<laughs> you know, it was kind of like a desperate moment. Like I was like, I have two years. My kids are going to be leaving home, and then I'm going to be by myself. I yes. didn't want them to worry about me. I wanted to have people to do things with, but who, people who also understood mm -hmm. where I was coming from. Mm -hmm. You know, where I could be in a place with these group of people, and it would not be totally crazy for me to burst into tears like they would totally get it oh, kind of absolutely thing. So how about you like what it, well and i was going to say you started mile high widows because mm -hmm. of who you are you are you are a coach you're kind of a life coach you're kind of a somebody who you know it is you're just encouraging by nature mm -hmm. and i can see why there was the draw for you to start the mile high widows um to you know give as many hours to it and, and work as hard as you did to build up the group to get the word out because that's who you are. Well, and so, and, and that was all true, but fundamentally I was desperate for... <laughs> you were thinking, I, yeah, I was that, I, going to leave. Yeah, I, I was desperate for, um, I was desperate for the community mm -hmm. just because I... I, I I started it like all those good things, but the initial reason was like I, I need people like me, right? Like that was I'm my gonna go find <laughs> yes, them. yes. You yes. took it upon yourself. Yeah, that's wonderful. Yeah. And of course, that's how I found you. I found the group was through trusty old Google. Um, I think it was maybe a day or two after my husband died that oh I was. I knew I was going to need this community. I knew I, I was going to need it badly. Um, and so I started Googling. And that's how I found Soaring Spirits. And that's through the website. That's how I found the Mile High Widows. Mm -hmm. And, um, again, within you know two weeks exactly after uh, my husband died, I went to my first event. And it was profound. Mm -hmm. I had gone. It wasn't the first uh, meeting of widowed people that I'd gone to. I'd gone to another one. Um, but I just... I just didn't get the same uh, energy from it. Right. And so I would say for people who are looking for that community, you know, you have to do what's going to feed your soul. I mean, some people may not like more of the social piece of it. They might like the more... Therapeutic. Sure. And, and there are definitely groups for that. Um, I would say maybe some of the hospice groups might be a little bit more along those lines, not so social but more working through things yeah. Yeah. um and sometimes even a combination you mm -hmm. know i know um people who belong to several groups and yes depending on what they're needing in the moment they pick which yes. one to go to which which could be great too um sometimes what i found and maybe you found this too sometimes you find a place where all you need it for is that one time. Yes. Like the thing you need from the group at the time you get it and you move on. And sometimes it's like, oh my gosh, this is my home. And this is... The exactly. Yeah. And, and I think, I, I think you've got to really trust your gut on this one. Um, even when you're not sure up from down and, you know, day from night, um, your, your gut is still going to give you an instinct about whether this is a good fit you're going to get something from it or not. Right. And so I found very quickly that that first widowed group that I went to wasn't for me. It just wasn't. I, I would I would get in the car afterwards, drive home, and not feel 
any better. Mm. And maybe my expectations were too high, but I'm a social person. So finding the social group, the Mile High Widows, and that is an emphasis by Soaring Spirits is that these are social groups. And through that, you get the community. And then maybe you have a connection with somebody in the group that you can get more of the therapeutic and the personal connections with. So um, that's what I obviously needed. I will say, you know, like I said, I did this for selfish reasons. and um, But I will tell you that one of the things that I found really rewarding is, you know, and, and, and so correct me, Kim, if I'm wrong, but when, when a person, you know, when we set up an event and a new person comes, you can instantly identify yeah. <laughs> You can tell, oh yeah, that person is one of yes. us, right? Yes. And so um, being able to witness transformation from yes. this person who is like deer in headlights yeah. to feeling grounded again and reconnecting with people again and then going on. I remember one of one of the ladies that comes to our group, her daughter had talked to her about, and she's like, nope. I don't do groups. I don't do this. I don't do groups. And so eventually she came to one of our um, brunches, I think it was. Okay. And she had the best. We laughed together so much. And she's like, I can't believe I've been resisting coming to this for oh, a week. Oh, my gosh. But, you know, to fast forward, um, another lady joined. And they connected. I mean, these women traveled together oh, on I trips. Love so, I love that. And there's so many, like you were saying, like sometimes you'll come and the group find, you know, you, you find the overall group mm-hmm. thing that you need, but then you make these connections yes. that you otherwise just wouldn't have made, you mm-hmm. know, it's really, mm-hmm. um, and so having done this since 2013, I've seen lots of ins and lots of outs and sure. lots of transformation and lots of connections made and you know it's it's been from from something where i thought oh my gosh i need this for myself it's been kind of profound to see what has been possible it's amazing you know? it's yeah. amazing and yeah we have one of the biggest regional groups i mean we're up there yeah i don't think we're the biggest but we have a pretty good turnout yeah most times yeah. and um switching to the um to the zoom meetings because of the pandemic certainly um changed the, the energy and yeah. the dynamic but um i think now that we can resume safer in person that connection is back i think so and i think the connection is back even stronger because people realize what was missing for a year and a half oh, right we so, really yeah. missed it didn't we yeah. just being yeah. around awesome. the people that we needed to be around absolutely mm-hmm. and community i'm just going to say it the widowed community has saved me it has. It, it kept me from i think going to that very, very dark place. Absolutely. So I have a question for you, Kim, okay. because this is something that I I ponder all the time. So I've met you, you've become really, really good friend to me. Oh, and, and, you know, I think ditto. about it all the time. Like, how do you think about all your connections in the widowed community? How juxtaposed with your loss? 
Like, because mm-hmm. I think of you and I can't imagine you not being my friend. Right. But I also cannot imagine that we would have met if my husband was alive. Or so if my what, husband exactly. was alive. Right. So, so what's your... What's your, because it's something, I don't know that I wrestle with it, but it's something that catches me because I, I, I think about all these people that I know and I'm mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I would never, I may never have I met never these know, people. Right. Yeah. I've thought about it. Um, and, and somebody said to me early on in widowhood that widowhood is kind of like you're driving on a road and then you get knocked out of your lane and the road forks and you're not going the direction you thought you were going to be going but you're going this new direction and you weren't anticipating it you didn't know what to expect but yet there's still some really interesting and good things along this road Mm. things that you can't in the early days of widowhood you just probably don't have the mental capacity to appreciate them Mm -hmm. fully um and I've, I've said this before, that this is the silver lining to this dark cloud, are the friendships that are coming from this. And, you know, we're, we're, we have this terrible thing in common. We have this life-altering thing in common. Um, widowed relatively young. The, I guess the average age of a, of a widowed person is 55, is what I heard. Oh and we were widowed younger than that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just trying to figure things out. And you and I have gone on several walks and had several, you know, opportunities to just talk about what widowhood means to us mm-hmm. and what this new life means to us. Because you are still able to focus on your kids and then, of course, prepare for them to graduate high school and move on in their lives. And we didn't have kids. And so losing my husband... Um, left me completely alone. Yeah, and so that is something that I've really had a hard adjustment to mm-hmm. because I don't like being alone. Mm-hmm. I've never liked it, and um, it's it's been hard. And especially during the pandemic, I have really had to learn what that is all about. And it doesn't have to be all bad. No, and no. that even a phone call gives me enough energy from another person to be okay absolutely you learn so much about yourself yeah you do you do and I think like um the idea of being alone I I I think like in widowhood I learned the difference between being alone and loneliness oh definitely Um, yeah and I think like um there were times when you know sometimes you get overwhelmed by um, so many people and then having that space to just decompress and be by yourself. Yes. Completely different from when you're in that place of loneliness is a kind of a sense of despair. Yeah. As opposed Very to much. I'm alone and I'm okay. Loneliness, you can actually feel the loneliness even in a mm-hmm. crowd, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're in a crowd of people who don't understand what it is to be widowed. I'm sure you found yourself in those situations before where um, maybe it's couples and they're all bickering and you're Mm -hmm. like, what would I give to be able to bicker with my husband right now? And you're like, there isn't another person who who gets that. That's a different feeling, Mm -hmm. right? And so 
um, it goes back to having that safe community yes. of people where you can unburden freely and be, you know, have that energy connection. Even if it's just a phone call and say, hey, I, this is where I am. This mm-hmm. is how, and, and then getting it, it's a, it's, it's a, I'm not sure if I'm making sense here. You but are it's a making different, sense. You are. It's a different feel. Um, and that's what I find from my widow. You know, there's some times when the only person I can call about something is another widow person. Yes, yes, right? absolutely. You know? yeah. Very much so. Mm-hmm. Um, I heard somebody describe aloneness. And, of course, we're all so hyper-focused on our isolation during the pandemic mm-hmm. and having a quarantine, all of that. And the difference in the connotation between the words isolation mm-hmm. and solitude. Yeah. And if you think about it long enough, isolation has so many more negative connotations to it. You're isolated. It's it's almost like you're... It's a close. It's a very a close. Yeah. And solitude is, I'm the only one here. Right. So that, I've, I, I keep trying to steer away from the word isolated. Um I'm, I'm a solo act right now. Right, I, right. Solitude doesn't feel as scary as isolation does. Yeah, and I think there's um, there's more openness to the idea of solitude. Okay, I'm a solo act, but I'm open mm-hmm. as opposed to isolated and I'm closed. Right. And that's um, that's not where we want to go, no. especially. Yeah, because I I think that can kind of spiral out of control. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and it's real easy to feed into that, as I'm sure you know. Yeah. And that's why I think the community is so important to kind of pull us back from that. When you can feel yourself on the brink of, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm having a, a grief tsunami crashing right. on me. Right. Um, but my community is here. Yes. And yeah. I think, even just knowing that. Okay, I'm I'm young. I'm widowed. I'm home alone, but this is, I am not the only one going exactly. through this. Like, just knowing I'm not the only one, but then taking it a step further and saying, I'm not the only one, and there are actually people I can reach out to who understand yes. can be really, 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 really um, impactful. So. Very, very impactful. And mm-hmm. there are so many ways to find community these days. Um, I was, we were speaking earlier um, my grandmother, my mom's mom, um, who helped raise me, she was a widow from the day I was born. My grandfather had passed away about five months before I was born. So she didn't have that community. Those things really didn't exist in those days. And she was also of that generation where, oh, well, too bad about that. Um, we're, we're so sorry for what you're going through. Suck it up and get on. Fuck it up and let's keep moving, right? And you don't talk about it. I my my grandfather, my grandma would talk about my grandfather and tell tell me stories about him, but she never talked about being a widow, and that was really not. That was maybe an Achilles heel for her to talk about what that sadness and that loneliness and that pain was for her and what that yeah. experience was like for her. But no, she never talked about that. So um, I think she was just again of that generation where you just carry on. Right, right. You didn't have. And I think choice. yeah, you, you do. I think like we we tend to do the best we can with what we have. Right. And you know, 
I'm so glad. I'm so glad that we have the resources that help us connect to one another now compared to, I, I don't know. I don't know what my story would be if I did not have community. Oh, yeah. To connect to, you know, oh, it would be so different. It would be, to me, I think, I think it would be so much bleaker mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. Because in community, you also can find hope. Right. Because you can see people who are actually doing better yes. and learning to carry this grief yeah. um, and getting stronger. Uh, so that's important. It really is to to see that. And when I met you, uh, you were uh, a widow uh, for about six and a half years. So to me, you know, seeing you laughing and joking with people at that first meetup was mind blowing. To I me. know. <laughs> I I could not understand how you knew what I was experiencing, but yet you, you were enjoying yourself. Yeah. And that just seemed so foreign it's to me. so juxtaposed. Very yeah. much. But yeah. then being in that community, seeing that it's possible, giving you that hope, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to have days where I'm going to fall to my knees. I know. But uh, those days are, are far and few between. And there's Thankfully, someone at the other end of the line that you can call. Is, there's several people. Right, yes. right. I I want to say for me that moment was in Camp Widow. Good. And I talked about, you know, I I was that person during headlights walking into the yes, registration. Oh goodness. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the scariest thing. Is like flying to. Say I literally, when I was going to San Diego, this is true talk. I um, made sure that all my papers were in order. I oh. gave my kids, told my kids where the key to the safe was. <laughs> like, like all these things because you know, I was like, well, if something happens to me, I want them to. Well, you have taking, gone through that yourself. Exactly, you know, so it's like they were going off somewhere. I was going off somewhere. I was terrified, but oh, it was like, yeah. I was also terrified to stay home by myself. So I was like, okay, here's all the stuff. If anything happens, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but that was another hard lesson it learned. Was, it was. It and, was. And I had my heart in my mouth as I was telling them because it's like, these are young teenagers. Like, they've already been through the ringer. But I was like, well, I don't want to leave them high and dry. Of right? So, you know, I walk into um, registration. Of course, Michelle is the person Wonderful. who meets me. And <laughs> it, it was just like, I came home. And at the end of the weekend, I think the last session I attended, which I hope we have Kelly on someday. Oh, absolutely. Kelly Lynn. Um, I attended her. Um, my my husband, husband is, is not, not a, a rainbow. rainbow. <laughs> oh, my God. It was the first real belly laugh that I had had in a year. Like, like laugh from, not like the surface kind of like. like no. and, and all of us in there, you know, because all the things she was saying, Define. we could all oh, yes. relate to everything. You know, we'd been through something similar or something yes. close or someone had said something. And um, I, I, left, I left Camp Widow feeling like, okay, I'm going to be good. Gonna be okay, and, and and that for me is the power of community. Absolutely, yeah. and like you said about Kelly, um, I went to my first camp um, four months after Scott died, and that was in Tampa, mm -hmm. um, and 
I, I had heard so much about Kelly's, um, her last breakout session, mm -hmm. which is usually Man. the final one of yep. the day. And of course it's packed, very popular. She's hilarious. Oh my and gosh. And she has such a way of telling her story. Oh my gosh. And I've seen her presentation probably three times now. And it's never the same. It's never the same. And it's and you, always funny. You laugh your and head off. And laugh and laugh. And it's almost like opening up the dam. And all of this that's been bottled up for so long just comes out. out. And it's okay And it's okay. Laugh. The dark humor is okay. It is. <laughs> it's hilarious. And it, it was therapeutic. Yes. And absolutely uh, healing for me. Mm. Yes. Yeah. So community... However you find your community, maybe it's through, like, maybe it's a little less social, maybe it's a little less in-person, maybe it's through a Facebook widow group or a chat room that you find. If that's what works for you, I, I hope that you get that same, uh, I hope it feeds you the way my community has fed me and the community that you found and the community that you put together has fed you. Absolutely. And, you know, if you're listening to this and thinking, oh, I don't want community, I, I hope, you know, what we're saying at least gives you the um, the curiosity to explore. Yes. And, you know, it, it might take a couple, two, three tries but um, I hope you have a curiosity to stay open and kind of explore like, well, maybe it's not Camp Widow, maybe it's not Mile High Widows, maybe it's, you know, something specific that you're needing. Maybe you need to go into Google and see if there's something yes. in particular that resonates with you, but definitely give it a try. I think like, even though I've known about community all along, like the importance of it really um, has come through through my widowhood. Yeah. Um, definitely something that I think in society is underrated. Um, but it's one of the most powerful things you can um, tap mm. into. That's such an that's a, the best word of all is powerful. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Once you find that group, even if even if it's something that's I don't know a running group, maybe it's a group of people who love Star Wars. Right. Um, you're with your people. Yes. You're with yes. those who understand that facet of you. Absolutely. And that is so powerful, as Sade said. Yeah. And it's so, so um, I, I think, it, like I said, it's life-saving. It is. It, it is life-saving. So, so, find your community. Find your community. And it if you're really in the Denver area and you're widowed, we're sorry that you're in that situation. Yes. But we... Um, would definitely love to hear from you. We would love to hear from you. And if you have any suggestions for topics, if you have any questions, anything that you would like us to cover, if you would like to be a guest and talk about your experiences, please reach out to us, thewinninghour at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. Absolutely. It's been a great discussion. It has been a great discussion. Yeah. I'm looking forward to our next one. Me too. Thank you for joining us. Yes.